Video Gamer Podcast number 464. I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined as ever by Rich Walker, the Walkathon. Um, yeah, yeah. You've been um, uh, shopping. I have, I have. I'm just trying to do this uh, today's wordle, mate. Uh, do you know any good words? Um, <laughs> I'm into that. I always that go, go for, go, well, how many letters do you need? Five. Have you got? Have you gone with, I always go for oiled. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you know what? I'll Let's suspend this. Let me know how that goes. I'll let you know how it goes. Next week, I'll let you know whether I've got it or not. All right, yeah, sweet, yeah, yeah. sweet, Brilliant. sweet, sweet. Yeah, how sweet. are you? I don't think uh, I ever ask you how you are, do I? Uh, Well, no, but well, I mean, you didn't answer how you were. I mean, you oh, were just yeah. sort of playing I'm Wordle. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. I yeah. saw those um, knock-off wagon wheels in Aldi the other day, which <laughs> you liked. You enjoyed that. I was a fan of them. What were they called again? <laughs> Cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> It's like they're not even trying to hide it. Madness. No, they're Those are wagons, these are carts. All right, right totally yeah. different. <laughs> yeah, you should have gotten some because uh, yeah. and posted oh, them yeah. to me because I don't have an Aldi near me. Damn, well, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, I know. Well, now I know for next time. Yeah, fair enough to you. Um, yeah. And you've also been splurging game... Wait, where did you get down to? Is that place you went before? So in Shrewsbury, there's, um, I should give them a plug because there's no one in there. It's mad because mm. it's sort of hidden away, um, but in the Shrewsbury Darwin Centre, sort of <laughs> at the back, there's this new little bit with cafes and hairdressers and stuff. Yeah. But tucked away at the back is this thing called DVD Megastore, and mm. they've got tons and tons and tons of games, Blu-rays, and all sorts for like a quid. A lot of them. Huh. So um, that's, yeah, that's I, I went shit. in. It's really good. Treated myself to a few games. I think if you spend over three quid, they're giving you like a voucher for any one pound. <laughs> like DVD or Blu-ray, so I've, I've got myself, I got my dad. Sorry, um, the Faulty Towers box set for nothing, <laughs> and he's well, well chuffed with that. And that's a good gift. That's a good gift. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I love those shops when they, if you can find an independent one where it's just yeah. a one-off and they just have insane deals. Because we lost. Because um, have you been in? Uh, oh, what was it called? Was it? Was it Zavi? Zavi, oh, yeah, that still exists online, but it's oh, not it's the ju- same. Yeah. Sort of way. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there used to be yeah. one of them in the shopping centre in Milton Keynes. I used to go in there and go absolutely mental on cheap mm-hmm. uh, DVDs. Yeah. Uh, fair enough to the DVD megastore as well for just still for still going with DVD, like yeah, no. sort, yeah. sort of ubiquitous. <laughs> I quite like that. It's, I, yeah. <laughs> I I think I said this to you before. I ne- it ne- never feels natural, and I don't know that it ever will for me to say to people that I've bought some Blu-rays. Oh, will you always say DVD still? Yeah, because it sort of huh. transcend. It's like Hoover and Sellotape. Like for me, it's just oh. sort of transcended what the actual thing. Like no, I mean, I mean, films on you know me. See, yeah. I, I think that's a bit funny. That's a bit really. <laughs> it, it feels. I don't know why. It just feels a little bit odd to me. Like <clears> yeah, like like it's. Why of, don't you say you've bought some VHS cassettes and they're all Blu-rays? That'd thought, be really confusing. Yeah, that that would be if cassettes if cassettes were still in, then maybe yeah. I would. But yeah, I don't know. DVD was so huge, so big time that you know I don't know. Mm-hmm. I sort of wish that HD DVD was still a thing. Um, oh, then you could say because then, then I actually yeah. could say. Well, I mean, I can and do say DVD, and people know what I mean. But uh, sort of stickler people will pick me up on it. You'll pick me oh, up on I'd it. I'd pick you up on it, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. What are you talking yeah. about? What you want Standard about. definition. Yeah. Pff, yeah. Get that shit away from me. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. What else? What else? What else? Oh yeah. What games did you get then? 
Uh, I got the Getaway Black Monday. Nice. For £1.95. Cheers. Which, bargainous. Yeah. The Godfather. Because <laughs> you've more, more like, about that. More like Black Friday, am I right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Black Monday yeah, deal. Yeah, Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the Godfather? Godfather. In pristine condition, because you you bang on about that. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ice good. What three sixty? No PlayStation Two. I didn't know it was a three sixty game. You thinking of Godfather Two being three sixty? No. Just the. the, Oh, you should have totally got like the best version is the three sixty. It was one of those ones like um, remember like Hitman Blood Money (laughs) and um, oh yeah 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 you're hardly losing out big time. It's just. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a little a little bit like um, Hitman and a little bit like like Tomb Raider Anniversary or Legend, where it's like it made mm-hmm. the jump, you know. It's right, like it's yeah. worth having the 360. I mean, apart from anything else, obviously it's it's high definition, so or higher yeah, true. definition. But Damn it. Um, yeah, Godfather's no. good stuff, man. I like that. Okay, fair dues, fair dues. Yeah. Um, and the other one was uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. I've heard, oh. I've heard things about that, and I like Wolverine, and I'm sort of prepping myself for um for the upcoming the arrival of uh, Insomniac's Wolverine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I imagine it'll pick up from you know the movie uh, <laughs> timeline, won't it? Yeah, I, I, I imagine it will. Fresh That's from what his the travels. Money's on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fresh yeah. from his travels to uh, to to Japan, mm-hmm. um, or whatever it was. Was it Japan? Uh, was that was that um, the Wolverine? Oh yeah, that was that was the Wolverine, and then Logan yeah. was the and, the trilogy then, like, closer. Yeah. That's right. So X Men Origins Wolverine, that was the one with Lee Schreiber in it, where they were in like Vietnam and stuff. And they're like, let's make Deadpool rubbish. Let's yeah. make him as oh, rubbish as we yeah, can. Yeah, it's that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Although I didn't like the Deadpool movie, I have to say. What? Um, oh, I really enjoyed it. I like both. Yeah. I just sort of thought, eh. I actually preferred see, it when he shut up. Well, I'm quite well versed <laughs> in the comics, you see, and he's spot on. So, oh yeah, I mean accuracy's fine, yeah. but, when, but when it's accurate to being a douchebag, that's that's when I'm sort of like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's the character, mate. I thought you'd <laughs> yeah. relate. I thought you'd relate to him. <laughs> what? Yeah, but only because of my two swords. Or actually, he's so, got one sword. He's got two. Yeah, yeah. he's got two. Yeah. 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 I also just not wild on Ryan Reynolds, by the way. You're not. Not nah. Van Wilder. I'm not Van Wilder party liaison. I preferred him when he was that. <laughs> he seems to have got a bit weirdly like big for his boots these days, doing all these random things. I'm just like, I don't find you funny. And that actually was always a problem, dating oh. right back to Van Wilder. Well, he's going to be listening to this and he's going to be gutted. <laughs> I, hope he, I hope he is. Because he wanted you as a fan more than anyone. Yeah, he wanted me as a fan. And yeah. also, I think he was sniffing around Grinch Quan as well, wasn't he? Was he? <laughs> so at one point, no, yeah. Bloody hell, Josh. So I'm sorry, Ryan. Now. Yeah, well, I don't want you. So, you know, fuck what off. I go, and, go and do Deadpool. Well, uh, listen. Hold on. Are you taking over production on Grinch Quan? Are you, I've, li- I've got to be at least co- some sort we of got some... takeover. <laughs> it's my movie, mate. Yeah. Get your but grubby you, you, paws the, off it. The mistake you made was that you vented it on this podcast. So now, no. now I own it's at least some of the. Yes, in oh, the Christ. well, I, I must co-own it now, right? Because I'm a host of this pod. So if you're venting it on, on this pod, then oh, it, you know, bloody hell. What if and a big movie got... mogul listens and goes, "That is a billion dollar idea." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, screwed. I'll tell you what. We've got some Grinch Quan news later. Someone's, so, yeah, someone. It's <laughs> huge. 
news. <laughs> what what, what uh, the hell would I do if uh, actually, I'm going to have some sort of legal recourse because it is on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know. I want to just say now that I own all rights. Well, this is a, me verbally saying that. I think Quan and his subsidiaries <laughs> or whatever spin-offs. <laughs> Etc. <laughs> I think you might have a legal thing on your hands because someone's gone and nicked it. Oh, for f- yeah. I'm not. Happy well, about look, it. we'll get to that later. We'll tease them with that, and then I'll get. Oh. I'll get to that in the. Uh, if, in the- if you're not hooked now, what's <laughs> yeah. it going to take? <laughs> See if Rich needs to get litigious. Yeah, um, we've given you what we, we've given you. Games I bought at the weekend. Yeah. Cartwheels. Yeah. Ryan and Reynolds some chat. One teaser. The, yeah. Oh. What a great show this is. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds critique as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's so they're getting that gratis. Uh, well, it's all oh. gratis actually. They don't have to do anything. Isn't that mad? They get all this incredible uh, just, entertainment just for free. Free. Unbelievable yeah. actually. What um, a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, right, we've yeah. got to chat what we've been playing, so you're gonna you, you have a jingle right here and we'll jump right in. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fellow, I like some ice cream, please. I like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. We've been playing all sorts of stuff. I I'm gonna do a little a little cluster. I'm gonna do a little crunchy nut cluster of games yeah. for you. I um, bet you love those. I can imagine you eating big piles of do, them. Do you know? I've never had the clusters. I've had crunchy what? nut. Yeah. Sounds I've like had, a disease when you say that. I've never. I've had never. The I've never <laughs> suffered from clusters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does a bit. Yeah. Doesn't it? I, yeah, I've had crunchy nut, and I agree with the ad campaign. It is ludicrously tasty, but I never. But think to buy, uh, to be honest, and this is, maybe this is, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, I'm not really a big cereal person. I don't really uh, Ah. do, yeah. Interesting. I don't always have breakfast. In fact, I often just won't have breakfast. So I'll pitch you with a bowl of Weetos. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, never Weetos. If I'm doing that, it'd be Cocoa Pops. Oh, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I I always always saw Weetos as a bit, they're not chocolatey enough, you know. Oh God! Um, too much wheat. Too much wheat. Not enough chocolatiness. Not enough O. Not enough O. Well, the O's all right, but yeah, uh, cocoa pops. The way it, the way it does the milk, that's great. If I'm doing, mm. I very rarely do cereal, but if I do it, I'll get like a little box of it, and I'll I'll probably smash it in a, in a day. Do you not like of... those little variety packs? They're quite cool. I don't. I haven't yeah. seen them in years. I used to love them when I was a kid. Me too. They're yeah. amazing. I used to yeah, mix them great. together and get little oh, sort of like what mad sort of creations like i'd admit i'd get frosties and i'd like jam a load of them into the into the um uh rice krispies as well, well that's a crime against nature no it was brilliant you get little oh. sort of sweet milk with your uh, rice krispies unbelievable oh um and ricicles which you don't get these days no no where the they were like ricicles bad they're mm. sugar coated frosties fine same yeah, frosty, concept, frosty basically. Are, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Rick Ricicle as well, the yeah, uh, yeah. space captain mascot on the Ricicles box. And may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Well, yeah, yeah, wherever he is. I like to think he's sort of, you floating know, on a di- in space. A di- yeah, just sort of floating <laughs> through a distant nebula. Yeah. Um, you know, unable probably, to spread um, his rice joy. He's expired by now, I reckon. Yeah, I he's just been so. floating out there. They they severed his sort of life supply and he's He suffocated a long time ago. Actually, <laughs> he's just dri- just a lifeless husk. Yeah, just he's drifting. gone. I'm um, sorry to any 
Rick Rysical <laughs> fans listening. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Sorry, the dream has died, you yeah. know, along with Captain Rice. If this is the first you're hearing it, mm. you know, devastating. Yeah. And news. actually, you know what? It might be because we had another listener come in and say that, th- that this podcast is where they get all their news. Do you remember last week oh, when really? I was like, oh, oh let, let us know if this is like... Where, <laughs> I had someone come in saying, oh, yeah, I don't I don't check the uh, the internet or anything. Oh. Like, this is where I get my gas. So I was like, oh, well, for, you know, Vindication. Yeah. It's good. I know. Mm. Um, anyway, I've got some Crunchy Nut Clusters. Not the cereal, but the games. Yeah. And, and this uh, is what we've been playing. This is, <laughs> Just yeah, a yeah. <laughs> this, is what been, this is the part of the uh, video game and podcast where we talk about what we have been playing. Yeah. And uh, so first of all, and briefest of all, uh, mm-hmm. just a little check back in from last week. So I, I played Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know uh, what you think. Uh, I was laughing quite a lot, obviously. Yeah, I um, thought you would. Yeah. I mean, I haven't pl- I've played it for about two hours, three hours. Uh, yeah, over two, sort of between two and three hours. Um, okay, just sort of thought, story. you know, I'll get a feel for it. I'll see if I can yeah. get into the, you know, into the into the story and that. Um, Caleb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Lest we forget. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, so that's thought number one, obviously. It's mad. It's mental. Um, uh-huh. I took note of some of the names. April Bosley. Yeah. M.M. Um, M. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, for some reason, when M.M. Lewis is introduced, uh, there's a sort of title that comes up on the screen, and it says, M.M. Lewis, Rebellious Star. So I don't, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I forgot uh, it said that. Journey Atkins. Yeah. Uh, the Hartford Chantry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Galeb Bazory. Yeah. B- B- Bazory. Bizarre, um, yeah. And and Prince Hazel Iverson, which yeah, reminded Alan's me of Alan, mother, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of X Philadelphia 76's starting shooting guard Alan Iverson. Yeah, um, same. But you know, um, I'm not. I wasn't as confused as you said you were. I know why you were. Do you know what I mean? No, the the opening section it just mm. chucks a load of characters at you. It's yeah. Uh, it's a bit silly, and you're it's making dialogue choices without any context. Yeah, for sure. Although I will say, yeah, no, you're 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 absolutely right. Um, and there's and if you want the context, that's fine. But you'll just have to submit yourself to doing quite a bit of reading because every time a character walks into the to the sort of room, you know, a little mm. thing pops up, and you push the button to read their profile. You know, and their profile's like three or four pages long. I mean, it's a lot of yeah. stuff to, to wrap me around. But I wasn't that confused. It sort of lays out its I crux th- in brief. You know, it gives you the broad yeah. strokes. I don't it's think just, confusion you know, is what I felt. It was just a bit... I was a bit, little bit over, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 and, I, and I sort of... I get that. Um, I, I wasn't reading all of the stuff. I, was, I actually quite like the... Um, the, the the sort of the mechanic of the conversations mm. is quite cool. You've got your different stats, like your persuasion, and you can kind well, of... this is the thing, you know. Since mm. I spoke about it last week, I've since, you know, finished the game, and I actually yeah. ended up really liking it. Even mm. though I sco- only scored it like a 5 out of 10, mm. I had a pretty good time with it. It was just technically an absolute shambles. Yeah, there's some, there's some slightly dodgy stuff. People sort of... Yeah. Um, Twitching on the spot and and graphics kind of textures like popping in and stuff like that. There's a lot of that. There's one scene where it went really mad in my game. So (laughs) it's a sort of tense kind of dramatic scene. 
but this guy's forehead started like disappearing and sort of <laughs> exposing a load of colours behind it, while the other guy's sort of torso, his naked torso, has been stripped. His his body's his skin sort of glitching in and out of existence, and I'm sort of like, what is going on here? Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, in a game about mystical vampires and stuff, you sort of think, oh, maybe it's like a magic spell no, or something like that. No, it wasn't. No, 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 it's not that. It's, um, it's graphical trouble. Um, yeah. What I will say, just at, at this early venture, is that I, well, I am just quite enjoying the um, the conversational, just the sort of mechanical stuff, and the sort of risk-reward nature mm-hmm. of that, and the way you have to think about your characters, your, your vampire characters, like hunger, and the kind of cost of using some of your powers to influence the way that conversations go. There is... It's it's yeah. a good. Um, there have been other games that that have done it. Um, Deus Ex comes to mind, especially. I remember Mankind Divided had those things where uh, Adam Jensen could sort of zoom in and and like see if someone's heart was beating a little bit more quickly, oh, and yeah. then that would tell you that they're lying. You know, so you could sort of that sort of stuff is underused in games though. When it does pop up, I think it's it's potential. It's like really cool. Um, mm. But developers don't really generally. What you'll get is is like a. So if you look at like Obsidian or something, you know, you just sort of you tend to get like this number's higher than that number. So if you want to push the button, then you'll out talk the other. Per- and that's fine. I you know I get that. It's it's sort of easy enough, isn't it? You sort of think, all right, yeah, well, I'll put points into whatever stat. And yeah, sure. But there is something to be said for like a cool little. There's there's like a number of different. Um, uh, skill categories that all f- uh, go into the talking, you know, like... Is it uh, like po- p- persuasion? Yeah, there's like persuasion, S- yeah. uh, pressure, where you can kind of... I- intimidation, yeah. yeah. And w- one thing you can do is like um, focus your sort of powers, I guess, into, ra- into like temporarily raising the stats of one of your categories in order to best someone else. Uh, they um, always focus on you, don't they? And they, they tie, tie it up and then it's a dice roll. And yeah. invariably it seemed like I'd always lose the frigging dice roll. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, come on. There was an exchange early when I, where I put, I deliberately put more points into a given category than I thought I needed, anticipating some sort of bullshittery. And sure yeah. enough, there was bullshittery. And... Um, the, the woman I was talking to sort of also put some points at us, but I still had a plus one on it, so I managed to get, like, a successful little interaction, and I talked yeah. to her. Instead. So, you know, that in itself, I think, yeah, actually, like, that's really, really cool. The mm. only thing is that I was... And this is just a broad... It's got not much to do with Swan Song, though, like you, I do feel like I might crack on with Swan Song, um, even, yeah. you, you know, like, it, it has kind of, uh, early on... No, I wouldn't say it's got its hooks in me, but it ha- it's the sort of thing where it's like, oh yeah, like I, I might, I might sort of take a little trip back there of a, of a, a sneaky evening, you know, sort of feel, mm-hmm. feel the temptation. Um, yeah. The only trouble is, right? If you if you're doing vampires, um, it's inherently a cool thing. It's it's you know you got like you, there's cool stuff you can do with werewolves. There's cool stuff you can do with zombies. Vampires, I would argue, are still sort of underutilised in video games. We've had yeah. some fairly recent attempts. But it's a really interesting idea, Vampires. I thought it was done quite well in Vampire, the Don't Nod game. I, I yeah, I was going to say, I think we need a, a nice sequel to that. A nice yeah. big budget sequel. 
Yeah, that would be really nice. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I want to know what Jonathan Reed's been up to. What's he been <laughs> yeah. up to? Where's he been? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah cre- creeping around some East Enders, yeah. creeping around the Docklands or wherever he's been. Isn't but, um, yeah, w- one of the things that seems a shame to me with Vampire the Masquerade, and maybe this will change, and or maybe the fans are, you know, maybe that's what they love about it, but it seems to me that they've taken the fundamental idea of vampires and sort of... Um, sanded it down a little bit and what it feels like is so you've got all these vampires and they've got all these factions and inner rivalries between these clans that they have and you know the crux of the game is that you know the world is basically run by the shadowy cabal of vampires and Mm -hmm. you know and we sort of do their bidding unwittingly and they're you know they're actually sort of like the the leaders of planet earth kind of thing yeah um but the thing is, I, I just sort of feel that if you're doing that, you're sort of just doing the mafia, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And it's like, but if I'm doing that, though, like, I'd rather just do the mafia um, than, than put up with, you know, Basari, Galabeb and MM, Uzi, <laughs> Watsits and the Chartree Camarillo or whatever. You know, all these crazy things. not like things. the I'm rebellious like, star. Well, you know, the rebellious star, you know, <laughs> I just sort of think you've just taken vampires and you've just mm. made them into a bunch of sort of like infighting, squabbling, you know, yeah. clans. And you, but you haven't, you sort of, I don't know, they've sort of lost their cool factor now. It's like, well, now I'm just watching kind of like, you know, mob politics and infighting and stuff. It sort of, I don't know, it sort of sands it down a little bit for me. Do, do, also, do you know what I mean? I'd say the vampire bits are ironically quite toothless. Yeah. Because when you feed, <laughs> when you feed, it sort of cuts away to some weird sort of arena. And yeah. the person's sort of looking around, <clears throat> all sort of scared. And then you come out of the shadows and chow down on them. And it's a bit silly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I just think you're doing vampires. Like, a disservice. I, I want, yeah. I just do a. Do a mob thing if you want to do a mob thing, but mm. I don't know. That's just, maybe that's just me. I just see it just sort of seemed a little bit. Meh. I think we um, kind of came down the same on it a little bit here because yeah, I ended up enjoying it, but yeah, you're right. Mm. There's a better game in here somewhere, isn't there? <laughs> I think so. If they yeah. if they got all these mechanics though, and they just mm. put these mechanics in a mafia thing, and they did a game that was about the mafia that didn't the bit necessarily where you can um, teleport as well. Yeah, and the bit where you yeah. could... Yeah, yeah we'll call it Magic Mafia. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, like how that would be really cool if they did, like, a mob game where it wasn't actually about the violence. It was about, like, chicanery and just sort of out-talking people and, you know, mm. managing a cool gang, you know, talking to your consigliere or whatever. Like, those mechanics have a really cool place in something that's a little bit more sort yeah. of grounded and tethered well, to the earth, maybe. The vampire developer's first game was The Council which I think was about sort of political chicanery and such and such. <laughs> I never played it, but... Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, mm. <clears throat> yeah, next up on the list, you've been playing Sniper Elite 5. Yes, yes. Uh, I can talk about it in a bit more of a definitive capacity now. I'm halfway yeah. through, roughly. Yeah, because um, we, we spoke before when you'd played... Um, one mission. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. sort of previewed it, haven't you? So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, now I've played. I'm on the fourth mission at the moment, mm. and um, yeah, these are sort of big sandboxy levels that feel a bit more Hitman esque. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know it's always had a bit of that kind of DNA, the series, but um, 
feels like there are more options in this one. A bit more oh. open-ended. What sort and of op- opportunities for, yeah. for, for different sabotages and stuff? Well, you have like intel marked on your map and that sort of leads you to a place or a sort of an option you can take, a different yeah. path or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And the workbenches are quite cool because you can sort of tinker with your loadout in the field and hmm. you've got all this customization stuff to unlock and th- there's a new invasion mode where other players can invade your game. You can turn that off, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sort of actually, that style. sounds pretty cool, that. Um, yeah. Because you were sort of saying before, it's like a little bit, almost like a sort of death loop thing where it's like, you know, you invade, yeah. you kind of try and fuck someone up and they're trying to, mm. you know, defend their thing. Um I'll just set it up for people. So, so the whole thing is, it's it's the it's Carl Fairburn once again, the classic yeah. sort of uh, grizzled Gravel veteran. Yeah. Hero, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's uh, he makes contact with the French Resistance, um, and they uncover a secret Nazi project that threatens to uh, you know, well, threatens nothing good. It's called Operation Kraken. Um, yeah. Which ominous? Christ knows what that you know. I can only hope it involves a kraken, but who knows? Uh, so it's Carl's mission to kill high-ranking Nazi officers and end Operation Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's are we back in France then? Is that the yeah the, France? Yeah. So you're in <clears throat> with the resistance, uh, helping huh. them out basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have we been? Cause yeah. w- was Sniper Elite V two, which was the second game in the series, was that in France? See, I feel like that was in Germany. I'm not 100% certain. I think I one level was in Berlin right? in yeah. that game. I do remember sabotaging some, some rockets and stuff in Berlin. Mm. And then Sniper Elite 4 was in Italy. Where was Sniper Elite 3? Africa. That was in Africa. Mm-hmm. See, I think France may have featured in 2. Where was 1? Oh, I never played 1. 1 was yeah. a PS2 era game. PS2. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, yeah. So how is the sort of setting? Because Italy was like quite stunning, really. Well, this is pretty amazing. There's some pretty huge sort of chateaus and mm. lovely kind of pastoral environments. Um, hmm. I did a beach mission the other night, which is quite cool. And now I'm in a kind of Nazi train yard. Oh, um, very nice. So yeah, so far I'm really, really enjoying the environments. And um, yeah. like I say, loads of little paths. And they're really big maps, which makes me wonder how this invasion mode's going to work. So I haven't tried that out yet. Yeah. Because in yeah. Deathloop, you know, the maps were fairly compact. They so they were into each other kind of inevitably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of very good. They were kind of curated. They sort of steer you towards your opponent, didn't they? Quite yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. Often because me and you sort of struggled with that with uh, Evil Dead a little bit, didn't we? Because it was like yeah, we did. Well, the map's vast, and actually, I haven't seen you for like ten minutes now. So <laughs> we'd say like you're nearby and you've made a noise, and I'd be like, "Well, where? Where are you?" I'd like <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it was it was mad that it, it, it's mad, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, Sniper yeah. Elite Five, very good so far. I'm looking forward to it because I I do yeah. like these games. I mean, they're 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 a rare thing really they're they're absolutely they're, well they're independent which is which is always yeah. cool um yeah. which is there's always something to be said for that i mean obviously when people say indie games you always sort of envision you know your, your indie darlings or your small your pixel art games yeah. or whatever it's a kind of real cliche um <laughs> and you sort of think like you know the definition really just is sort of anyone who publishes their own work who has kind of you know yeah. complete creative creative control over their own project and I always think with the Sniper Elite games they do Rebellion does make a kind of game 
that no one else is quite making. They have a really strong identity. I've always yeah. thought. You know, they. It, it's like earlier you made the comparison to Hitman, and it's like it's it's an apt comparison. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you play Sniper Elite, it's not really like Hitman. It's there's nothing quite like it. It's really interesting. It's like it's set in the war, but it's not yeah. really a war game. You know, it's. Uh, it's it involves stealth, but it's not totally a stealth game. You know, <laughs> the clues in the title it's about shooting people in the head from long range and getting really yeah. graphic X-ray explosions of their skulls. You know, and that's, <laughs> that's entertaining. Or other organs, yeah. <laughs> or other vi- yeah, organs, yeah. vital and otherwise. But it is also just a you know a non supernatural. I mean, there's always zombie army, which is a kind of you know spooky spin-off. But yeah, it's kind of a you know. It's it's espionage. It is espionage. Mm-hmm. It's yep. you know finding documents about V two rockets and sabotaging Nazi operations by you know admittedly shooting them from the head at long distance. And that's great. Yep. That's great. That's great stuff. It is good stuff. And I yeah. like the way that Rebellion like it, there's no there's never any sort of like great strides forward. There's always strides inward. It's like they double down on what Sniper Elite is every time. It's, yeah. it's like clever little tweaks every time because the core thing is what you sort of grow to love, really. But yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm, I'm, no, uh, it's good. It's good stuff. <clears throat> I like it. It's I like the chance stuff. to do that thing, but, you know, in a new and quite beautiful setting. Shout out to mm. that engine they've got as well. Um, yeah, it's a good engine. It did uh, Strange Brigade as well, and I thought that was a really pretty game. Uh, what was the engine? Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but it's their own engine. They sort of yeah. built it themselves. It's not the Rebellion engine, is it? <laughs> no, it's got a funky, no? funky name. But anyway, okay. yeah, good stuff. I look forward to playing it. Uh, next oh. up... Oh, I think I just remembered it. Is it Azure? Is it Az- Az- yeah, the Azure engine? something like that. Is it Azure? Or as something. Azuno? Azura. A-S-U-R-A. The Azura engine. I think that's what it is. Nice one. It's like a sort of funky name. Yeah, next up on the Crunchy Nut Cluster is a game called Dolmen. Which Oh, you've been playing that? Yeah, I've had it on the... When's your Dolmen day? When's my Dolman day? Uh, mm. Whenever I can find a cheeky couple of hours, really. So, lots of different days. Unlike Dolmio, which, mm. you know, I like to... I never had a fixed Dolmio day. I have to say, that ad no. campaign was a little bit... Nonsense. Yeah. It's the a stupid not... puppet. It's what they're talking about. I'll have it when I want it. Cheers. Yeah. Stop trying yeah. to control me. <laughs> mm. um, <clears throat> yeah, Dolman. It's yeah. by a massive work studio. Um, working in Unreal Four, this studio has kind of come out of nowhere. It, I looked, at, I looked up on their portfolio, and they've done a game called Tap Hits, which looks like a kind of flashy browsery game. So this this thing, when I played it, was like kind of impressive. It's um, it's a Souls like kind yeah. of. It reminds <clears throat> me of um, the Surge, which was that. Do you remember? The, do you remember the Surge? Was that I Deck Thirteen do thing? That. Yeah, I mm. do remember. That. I I thought that was quite an underrated Souls like. Yeah, so oh, did I. Right. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it was better than um, Lords of the Fallen, which was Deck Thirteen's yeah. other one. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, and so, there's a lot of easy comparisons with Dolman. Your character looks just like uh, Isaac Clarke from Dead Space. He's got like a kind of oh, really? exo suit with like a glowing spinal cord. Yeah, there's like influences in this game. It's, mm-hmm. it's sort of all over the place. It's like. What happens if we put Dark Souls in space? But it looks a little bit like uh, like Dead Space. There's also quite a clear influence from Metroid Prime, I think. A lot of sort of, uh, you know, scanning, you know, like crackly blue holograms of spooky, yeah. weird alien monsters and stuff. And 
trying to trying to find little power relays for lifts and things like that. Nice. It's um, it's quite good. it's clearly like a lower budget effect. It's impressive what this studio has managed to do with what must be quite a small budget, and it is a little bit rough around the edges. Um, but I have been enjoying it. It's got decent combat. Um, the the parry is very very easy. Uh, and you know me, I'm a kind of a sucker for a parry. If a game has a parry, then I'll gravitate towards it because it always, yeah. you know, you look a bit flashy and uh, mm-hmm. it's quite satisfying to do. But it's very, very easy to time. It's it's not, I have so far, and again, I've played this for about three, four hours. Like it's not m- particularly difficult, I wouldn't say. There's like alien bugs running around that kind of remind me a little bit of the Starship Trooper bugs. So you're, you're sort of battling That's and you dodge good. rolling out of the way. Yeah. Um mm. <laughs> and you're going after these dolmen crystals, which seem to be holding the universe together and stopping trans-dimensional intruders and things like that. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's, it's very derivative. You, you kind of know what it is. It's a game, you play it for 10 minutes and you think, oh, well, there's a bit of that and there's a bit of this. And, oh, that's very Metroid Prime. Oh, that's very Dead Space. That's very... De-. And over time, its own little eccentricities begin to kind of leak out. It does interesting environmental stuff with sort of like fire and acid and ice damage and things like that. And uh, you sort of poking around this... I don't know if it's quite a space station. It's definitely like a sort of industrial planet that your ship's landed on. Actually, yeah. my, my friend was watching me play it. It sort of pointed out it looks like a, a little bit like a sort of budget Returnal. Um, oh, right. Okay. And actually, he wasn't, wasn't wrong. Like, I'd sort of... Yeah, if you squint, you sort of think, oh, yeah, there is sort of vaguely like <laughs> a little bit of that in there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good stuff. It's, you know, it's a decent thing. I wouldn't say it's, you know, it's not terrific and it is derivative. But if you know you like your Souls formula things... Um, yeah, and you and you're you're a, you're a sucker for sci-fi. I'd say get on it. I do I do think uh, generally sci-fi is a bit of a weird one to mix together with the Souls thing. I'm not saying it can't be done. I thought Jedi Fallen Order did it really really well. Um, yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? When you look at, at Star Wars, it, it sort of borders on fantasy anyway. Like you you already are talking about glowing swords that are basically magic and people True. who have the force which is basically magic so it kind of, it sort of lends itself really well something about like a more dead spacey or like the surge sci-fi i always think it feels quite weird when it's kind of meshed with a souls thing something in my brain goes oh this is this is odd this isn't quite right but i wonder why that is yeah it's an odd one i'm so yes mm. maybe it's because i'm so used to it with the fantasy or even bloodborne which is sort of gothicy fantasy yeah when, when you see it with like it's a soulsy thing, but it's got laser guns and it's got, you know, energy shields. You sort of think, oh, I don't know why I sort of naturally resist that. It doesn't quite feel natural, but mm, an odd thing up of mine. <laughs> I think I see where you're coming from. Yeah, mm, I get something, that. Something you're not quite maybe used to or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and last but not least of the Crunchy Nut Clusters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Multi, multiverses. Blimey, uh, you've been busy. Which, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been playing multiverses sort of, it's quite good because you can sort of dip in and out, so I do a little bit one evening, I do a little bit another evening, you know, I never go absolutely nutty on it and have a massive session, I'll just jump in, do a couple of matches. Does it lend itself well to that? Yeah, yeah, you know, it Mm. does, I haven't lost a game yet. Oh, Uh, wow. So, bragging. you know, I'm obviously bragging, but mm. uh, it's also just doing a good job of matching me up with people who are my level. Um, so the, the premise is there's a multiverse going on and it's a Warner Brothers multiverse. So um, it's basically Smash Brothers, obviously, mm-hmm. um, 
and uh, <laughs> you got Batman smashing Shaggy's face in. You got Batman, and sh- yeah. Although they, mm. yeah, they make a good team as well. So the whole thing is you could you could do your two on twos and you sort of team yeah. battles as well. Um, and so, yeah, you get sort of various interesting duos. You get uh, this, so the likes of they got the Looney Tunes, they got Bugs Bunny, they got Taz. I really like playing as Taz, mm. uh, like Harley Quinn, Batman, Wonder Woman, the Iron Giant. Um, <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff that's like leaked uh, i think yeah well i don't know if it's been confirmed but people say oh you know lebron james is going to be in it because he's in the space jam 2 or whatever some mortal kombat characters yeah which seems sort of yeah 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 seems about right and like uh aria stark is in it as well yeah which is, she's in you it know. um but but yeah it's 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 cool it takes the smash brothers thing and it does do something interesting with it it mm. um there's, there's sort of like it, it doesn't really it uses a dodge mechanic where you can you wear it out if you use it too much but if you time it right you can slip an opponent's attack um, and then set yourself up for a nice little sort of counter combo um nice and it uses a sort of version of smash brothers is smash brothers is quite cool because it's got the sort of like the one button thing where it's like if you combine that button with a direction then it'll do four different kinds of attack you know um yeah this thing has that, but it has it with more than one button. So it's like, you know, you've got square and all the directions, triangle and all the directions, you know. Um, oh, nice. And they also mix it up by having characters level, which I don't know how I feel about, you mm. know, because the whole thing about Smash Brothers is, is like the characters... Everyone's evenly matched. Yeah, like they are the characters. Mm. If, you're, if you're good with it, you're good with it. Whereas this, it's like... You know, you fight like a, a you know a level nine Batman, and they've got they've slotted loads of perks into their Batman, like boosted his oh, physical attack and things like that. Why would they so, do that? No, it's a little bit. I mean, if you're into it, if you kind of get into the loop, I'm sure it's terrific. It's just a little well, bit like you know, I like the purity of Smash Brothers in that. Yeah, sense. if the leveling was attached to maybe unlocking new outfits or something. Oh, that's, that's all. Fine. That is also a thing <clears throat> as well. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Perk slots, whatever. That's a bit. I wonder mm. if there's a. It might be a thing where they turn that off in like um, yeah. competitive. Because I've jumped into a few online matches and they've been in there, but I don't know if there's a. Need to investigate if there's like a you know uh, mm. closed. Yeah, there should be. Yeah, like a sort of way where you can sort of nip that in the bud. But um, no, it's it's. I I don't. I'm not amazingly charmed by the the thing with smash brothers is that they have nintendo ip and Mm -hmm. it it somehow is bound together by hal laboratory who makes it and they're so clever at balancing and getting the characters to sort of behave as if they're in the same world and there's a similar job with multiverses as well they they do well there's a kind of they're governed by an art style interestingly actually they're all like the batman that's in the game he's maybe closest to like a new adventures batman but he's kind of not you know the bat symbol on his chest a little bit different and when you if you fight Mm. in the bat cave it's a little bit lighter and brighter and it's sort of all famously, famously, Batcave's yeah. Lovely <laughs> light and bright, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely bright. Maybe the sixties one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so they all kind of come together in that art style, but they're all. I don't. I don't sort of love the characters. That's the funny thing. Like I got a lot of time right. for Taz. I think he's great, but you know, I, I don't really. It doesn't have that place in my heart. You know, the likes of Shaggy from Scooby Doo mm. battling Harley Quinn. It's just ever so slightly weird and a little bit corporate and a little bit charmless. 
Mm, it just comes damn. across, which is how I felt when I watched uh, the trailers for like Space Jam Two. You know, and, right, and, yeah. do, do you remember that when it was like in the yeah. background of one of the crowd scenes? Me and you were like, "Isn't that just Alex and the Droogs from A Clockwork yeah. Orange?" Like yeah. in a crowd scene that also yeah. includes Bugs Bunny. Like, isn't that wildly inappropriate? It's like, yeah, very strange. It's, it's nothing as egregious as that. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I'm not slagging them off. I'm not slagging them off on well, those. Well, this terms. is this is where you see Alex and the Droogs added to the game. Oh God, yeah, yeah. maybe so. They're a Warner yeah. Brothers property. Yeah. <laughs> Why not chuck in? You know. Um, uh, Lolita, the fella, uh, James Mason's character from Lolita. As well. <laughs> yeah, that's a Warner good, Brothers property. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they also the characters have different like classes. Like you have right. assassins and support characters, which are sort of very effective when you play in duos. Um, mm. You know, you got bruisers and stuff who I naturally gravitate towards. A kind of mellow focused characters and things like that. So there's they've done a lot to, and of course it's free to play, which is going to be a big advantage mm. for them mm-hmm. um, when it whenever nice. it la- when does it launch? By the way. Oh mate, now you're asking. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's I'm, July or something. I can. I'm in the. Cl- I can talk about this, can I? Yeah. Good. Pretty sure. Could you, I just. Yeah, I just Matt sort of wrote suddenly, a preview. So. Yeah. So, yeah. I just sort of suddenly had a weird thing where I was like, <clears throat> "Oh wait a minute, it is like a closed beta." I wonder if I can. But no, I think, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it's good. I think it's just sort of tentatively 2022 at the moment. I don't know if mm. it does have a release window. Okay. As All such. right. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, on the whole, I was sort of going mm. into it thinking, nah, I'm, 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 I'm all right. Um, but actually, I'm just sort of having, having, having some fun. It's good stuff. Mm, nice one. It's good stuff. Uh, right, we have got to get newsing because there's some news to be newsed. There was a horse magazine, and the song was "I Love Horses." Best of all the animals, I love horses. Does everyone else remember that? I love horses. Best of all the animals, I love. Horses. They're my friends. What does that mean? News. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of news this week, but the news that there is is quite possibly talk-worthy, so that's good. Um, okay. Or maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> Item number yeah. one. Uh, Norman Reedus basically just sort of says that Death Stranding 2 is definitely happening. Right. Yeah. But he why has he done that? I don't know. In an interview with uh, Leo, Reedus uh, <laughs> was, was talking about... Uh, you know, the sort of intensive work that, you know, goes into Death Stranding. They were talking about that. And he said, quote, it took me maybe two or three years to finish all the mocap sessions and everything. It takes a lot of work. And then the game came out and it just won all these awards and it was a huge thing. And then he said, so we just started part two of that. (laughs) Oh, Norman. Yeah, and then elsewhere elsewhere in the interview, the quote was, we just started the second one. He said as well. So, oh, right, okay. You know, so that's a little, ever so slightly more specific. But yeah, mm. it sounds like there's going to be a Death Stranding 2. So. I mean, yeah, I figured there would be. Although yeah. I do wonder where they're going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I mean, again, mm. I don't want to get into, uh, you know, spoilers or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I just sort of thought, well, the ending to Death Stranding was like pretty good. And, you know, the way yeah, that things were wrap left, things up quite nicely. <laughs> I thought so. Mm. Yeah. And like... I don't know. I just sort of think, just keep allowing Kojima Productions to do interesting things. I always, as even if I love a game, there's always a small part of me uh, that's just when they announce a sequel where I just go, oh, um, and I'm, that's maybe you know some of the best games ever have been sequels. So it's not all, you yeah. know your Uncharted twos and things like that. But there is mm-hmm. you know something about Death Stranding where I think, oh, just just just. Go with the trust the creator. Don't feel the need to, you know, 
stick to the IP. I know it was successful and the business manoeuvre is to go, yeah, well, that worked loads, so let's have another yeah. one of them. And it makes sense. I get it. But I don't know. I wonder if they really wanted to do it. Maybe they did. Maybe Kojima felt, you know, yeah. stories left to tell in the Death Stranding world. It's entirely possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's not been not been confirmed, but there you go. Mm. Uh, item number two, there's some mm-hmm. further little sneaky happenings on the new PlayStation Plus. Various things are, I think it's out in Asia this week. Uh, yep. So various users have been uh, putting things sneakily onto the internet for us to see. Um, mm-hmm. The first well, one. Not that really I, that sneaky if it's out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Sneaky only if you're not in that Asian territory market. Yeah. So, you know, for us for us it's like, ooh, a sneak peek. But actually Apparently the yeah. um Library of Classic Games isn't as extensive as we might have hoped. Yeah, well they've showed off um they've not showed off the the library of classic games. They've showed off the catalogue of the PS4 and PS5 games. Um, the classic games that have been shown were not on that lineup. So I think the lineup that they introduced to us whenever it was last week uh, doesn't look like it's, you know, all of the games that are going to be launching on the service. Um, So, for instance, some screenshots have gone out of Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, which wasn't on the the lineup list, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Um, Also, other screenshots of of, uh, Ridge Racer 2, on the PSP, the PSP, which also yeah. also wasn't on the lineup thing, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually I'm interested to look at the at the when it does launch to just look at the full lineup of the classic games because it seems like there's quite a few of them that we don't know about yet that weren't yeah. on the thing that went out on the PlayStation blog. So I'm kind of intrigued to see <laughs> what you know what what ones are left that we sort of don't know about. I you find know? it weird that they're being sort of cagey about this. Like, yeah, if you want people to subscribe to adopt this, surely. You'd be sharing as many of the titles as you could. Yeah, just like, just like, just like. Look at get, what you get for your get money. Us the whole list. I know. Yeah. It's funny. Like when Nintendo did it, they didn't have that many uh, games. To be honest with you, they just sort of said, "Oh, there'll there'll be more." Um, you know, um, as the months roll on, we'll add more and more and more. And like, fair enough, they have. But I remember when the N sixty four thing went on to the uh, Switch Online. They, I think, it only launched with like. 12 or 13 games or something and it's still not mm. got that many but they said on the thing and by the way we're working on these other games and they sort of they yeah. sort of showed you the games that would be coming to it you know in the next sort of couple of months or something so basically you know they told you everything that was on there so i don't know why sony didn't do that they sort of released a lineup last week i mean I guess in the thing they said here are some of the games so they didn't it didn't make out like it that was all that you were going to get but yeah, I agree. Just give us the full list already, you know? Yeah. What's yeah. up with that? But, um, further updates. Uh, Siphon Filter, we know, is getting trophy support, as are uh, several other games as well. Mate, so, Ape Escape. <laughs> Ape Escape's got trophy support, yeah. and I'm going to get all of the, the trophies platinum. on Ape. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Platinum Monkey Mayhem uh, oh. is what, that's what I'm doing. And uh, the last update was, it's actually quite quite cool, it's gone one further than the Switch did with the SNES, but it's added 
uh, various visual and filter options when playing PlayStation games, which is pretty sweet. Mm, nice. It's got their viewable in 4-3 ratio for 16-9, native resolution, and stretched. And they're also available uh, with default modern and retro classic filter options, which You're going to play it, it stretched, of, aren't you? It's kind of like a... Um, I looked at the uh, what do you call it? Screenshots of mm-hmm. Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, and the one with the CRT filter looked really, really cool. Okay, it was kind of an odd sort of like uh, VHS, ever so slightly washed out, like still perfectly clear, but just mm. kind of you know aping an old TV, aping Apescape. So, nice, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like I'm, I'm on it for that, and also maybe the most intriguing thing uh, for for you and for me actually is that mm. several of these games are currently available for purchase on their own on the shop, uh, yeah, just just outside of the surface. They got Ridge Racer Two, Abe's mm-hmm. Odyssey, Worms Armageddon, Worms World Party, ranging yeah. from like three pounds sixty two or. Uh, or four dollars fifty six up to about seven pounds and six pence. Those are the right. sort of exchange because it was on the uh, I think the Malaysian shop, so they're yeah. sort of um, you know. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of a big thing, just being able to download them individually. Mm. We shall see. Item Color number interested. two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Blue Team CEO will not comment uh, on the Silent Hill Two remake. Rumors. Well, why would he? Yeah, but also why? the thing is with that is actually just say no if you're not doing mm. it though. Yeah, true. Yeah, no comments. More um, kind of speaks volumes. Yeah, sort of. I mean, maybe yeah. they actually just are not. Um, but but, but, but come, weird, with a weird way to debunk it a by saying bit. no. No comment. Yeah, like if you, because really, you don't want to amp people up like that. If you actually aren't doing it, you don't want to lead people yeah, on. Come on then when, they, when they find out you're not doing it, they're going to be annoyed, you know, because you're sort of mm-hmm. bit playing coy. But he, so, the company CEO Piotr Babino was was part of a Polish games conference called Digital Dragons, uh, and was asked about these various rumors by IGN, and he said, "quote We can't comment on anything we're doing." Because we appreciate our relationship with our partners, of course. So we can't say anything. We'll make an announcement about our future projects as soon as we can. So then you'll know much more. And he then went on to say he was asked about working with existing IP. Because obviously they did The Blair Witch in 2019. And he said, quote, I would say it's hard to work with someone who owns an IP you're working on. Um, but we're always talking with those licenses, saying, guys, we'd like to use your license, but we'd like to tell our own story. If we're not able to tell our own story, if we'll not have creative freedom, it doesn't make sense because Blue Team will not make a great game. So that's kind of an interesting mm. thing. If they are doing Silent Hill, it's like we were sort of saying last week, I would always rather they go their own way with it than try to do something that's sort of doggedly faithful. Oh, really? So, well, I said I'd like it to be a faithful remake. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I went the other way. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose there you go then. So mm-hmm. this sort of sounds sounds a little bit, yeah, I don't know. I th- it's a, I th- I reckon if I was if I was a betting man, I'd say I'd say that they are working on Silent Hill too. Right. Okay. That's that's my that's that's my uh, my compulsive. Mm. If you if you've just can't yeah. stop yourself from you know gambling the money, put put the money on. They are doing it, you know. Right, right. Um, Interesting. 
Yeah. Did you see the thing about uh, Embracer? <coughs> Excuse Ooh. me, sorry. Pardon you, bless you. <laughs> mm, uh, Embracer says it sees potential in uh, remakes following the Tomb Raider buyout. Don't know if you saw yes, this. Pretty interesting. I did. I'm yeah. wondering which games I'd like to see remade, though, from that yeah. crop. And yeah. I well, don't th- th- know. It could be that the full thing <clears throat> was, it was part of a financial report, and the company was asked about the possibilities of this acquisition, because they've just bought a load of Square Enix's Western IP, so they've yeah. got things like Deus Ex, Legacy of Cain, Tomb Raider, lots of that stuff. And uh, the quote was, uh, we see a great potential, not only in sequels, but also in remakes, remasters, spin-offs as well as transmedia projects across the group. And I don't know what that means, but... It means like TV shows, comics, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You name it, toasters. uh, (laughs) Yeah, the the new Embrace the Vacuum Cleaner. But I think the CEO, uh, I think it was it, might have been Matt Karch, who was talking about... um, it's a Saber Active, Saber Interactive CEO, Mm. possibly. And he was talking about the Embracer... um, bio and he also used the word transmedia he said games are, are such a good transmedia thing so i'm like yeah maybe that means we'll do a spin-off netflix show about it or something like that i don't know but yeah mm. remakes and remasters i'd like and a deus ex remake the remake yeah. of the first one i'll Deus-ex. eat that up yeah for sure um <clears throat> let's get some remasters of the keely hall's tomb raiders please sure why not get them you know or even just remakes, just sort mm-hmm. of faithful remakes, yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. But yeah, Crystal Dynamics still working away on the next Tomb Raider, so, you know, yeah. possibly not for some time, but, you know, there you go. Uh, mm. What else we got? Oh, yeah, Frogwares, yeah. the Sinking City, have yeah. uh, announced its new game. Uh, well, they've announced what it's called and sort of said... Like well, not rough. even what it's called, really. Yeah, they're giving it. A, <laughs> it's got a code name, name mm. um, which is quite difficult to pronounce. And apparently, that's the whole point: is that it's difficult to pronounce, which is kind of cool. Um, mm. Project Paleantesia, which is you know probably probably exposed myself there, but there you go. Um, with a full reveal uh, on its way in the summer, <clears throat> Frogwares has described the game as a mix of eldritch horror coupled with Victorian era mystery. So. Sort of sounds right in their wheelhouse, right? Yeah, it does. You know, Sherlock mm. Holmes and the crimes and Devil's Daughters and, and also... It sounds like Sinking City mixed with Sherlock Holmes, maybe, which is an intriguing yeah. concoction, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I mm. I had kind of a good time with the Sinking City. Yeah, it, that was, again, that was a bit of... We were kind of tripped up by some technical issues, weren't we? yeah. Yeah, but I but think they're... I you're think loving they're, you know, fish fellas in that, weren't you? Load of fish fellas in that, load of frog yeah. boys. Um, and there, and yeah. there was an ape man as well. There was a sort of, like, great ape uh, Throg man. Throgmorton. Throgmorton. <laughs> yeah, he wore a waistcoat mm. and, and he, he was did. an ape. So that's great. Yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, so the communications manager, Sergei Oganisian, said of this new game, we are revealing the game now in this way to simply show people that we're pushing on and also as a clear middle finger to those who thought they could just roll into our country, hoping to disrupt and ruin our lives. So that's obviously, yeah, Ukrainian yeah. studio addressing mm-hmm. the current situation in Ukraine. So that was, that's just nice to hear that Frogwares is, you know, pushing yeah, on. And, still doing well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, well, I mean... Doing well being a relative term in this case. I, yeah. Well, indeed. Yeah. Cracking on, I guess, with yeah. stuff. 
with stuff. Um, mm. And last but not least, and kind of funny, um, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> easy to look back on and uh, in hindsight, but uh, Xbox turned down... Uh, the opportunity to, to do a Marvel licensing deal. Uh, Silly. And <laughs> Stupid. Like, what the fuck? Could have had Spider-Man, but said no, thank you. Idiot. Um, I did laugh at this. Uh, this is Marvel Games head Jay Ong has revealed that Microsoft turned down the chance to make, uh, to, 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 to sort of have a licensing deal with them. So apparently Marvel wasn't happy with the general state of Spider-Man games while Activision was doing it. Um, and Mm -hmm. decided to pursue a new partner. This was in a passage from Stephen L. Kent's book, The Ultimate History of Video Games, Volume 2, via Resetera. Uh, Ong described going to Xbox with the deal. And he said, quote, "Uh, we don't have any big console deals with anyone right now. What would you like to do? And Microsoft's answer was, uh, well, it was in the negative. Uh, Apparently, Microsoft wanted to focus on its own IPs. Of course, the thing with licensed games is you won't make as much money because you've got to pay the licensor. So it's more mm. more money if you own your own IP, I guess. Um, Ong, then, Ong then described a meeting with the PlayStation company saying, I sat down with these two execs from PlayStation third party, Adam Boys and John Drake, in August of 2014. And I said, we have a dream that this is possible, that we could beat Arkham and have one game at least, and maybe multiple games, that could drive adoption of your platform. So PlayStation said, yeah, we'll do a AAA one with you if it's a console exclusive. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest is history. They gave it to Insomniac Games. They made Spider-Man. And Spider-Man was pretty good. How do you feel about this? Uh, I just, yeah. I mean, the lack of vision from the Xbox executives who turned this down. Incredible. It is a bit mad. I mean, yeah. one could defend them in a way and just say... It's easy for us to... Spider-Man wasn't in a great place, sure. You know, it's mm. easy to sort of look at the ones that... It wasn't in a terrible place. I think maybe a little bit over-egged how bad Spider-Man had shattered dimensions. Lest we forget, kind of though, mm. Xbox had recently worked with Insomniac at this point, right? They... I think that year... Yes, yes, they will have had worked with them. Like, that year, Sunset yeah. Overdrive would have come out, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's one of those things where it feels like... It nearly could have gone the other way. Yeah. It, it, yeah, Xbox For could sure. have almost had Insomniac yeah. Spider-Man as a console <laughs> exclusive. If yeah. they'd have had the foresight and the vision to kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, a tough one. It's a weird one. It's, and of course, because they didn't... Because Sony could, you know... it Now, that game might not have been brilliant. We know it's brilliant now because it... Like we played it and it was brilliant, yeah, true. right? Yeah. But it is easy to if you look back at the Activision things. I can sort mm. of forgive Microsoft for going. Well, you don't stand to make that much money because it's a licensed thing. Or relatively speaking, I'm sure you stand to make an awful lot of money. But you'll make more money if it's you know Halo or whatever. You own the thing. You make mm. more cash. I get yeah. that. And also, it's like these Spider-Man games haven't been set in the world alike. But yeah, you're right. It's a vision thing, isn't it? It's the ability to kind of. To sort of say, hey, this this could be something. Let's put some sort well, of faith in that. Put some cash in there. Marvel's this huge universe where you know you've got all these great characters and stuff. Mm. And wasn't the sort of MCU starting to establish itself a bit as well? And yeah, that that, that they point, could have seen that was um, being successful. It's they, they would they would have just had Age of Ultron at that time, so it was already well underway yeah. in the MCU. You know, mm, um, silliness. Silliness indeed. Uh, right, it's about that time uh, that we get quizzical. So you put on your quiz helmet 
Um, yes. Get ready to battle it out for blood. But in the meantime, right. you know, have a jingle. So what we'll do is chat about something inane. We're supposed to have one little tiny inane chat. Chat. You know, I could just chat. We'll have a lovely chat. We'd be chatting. Banter. Video games. Chatting. I'll tell you what. Bloody chat. Is it good? Uh, yeah. That's a fact. Brilliant. It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's quiz time. It's time for Boss Fight. Um, mm. We are joined, as ever, by Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt from Upstairs. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, top of the table up here at the moment, as you as you well know. Where uh, the air the air is thin and you're dizzy and drunk on your own power. I mean, of course, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah absolutely. Eight, I eight seven. Uh, I don't want this to start becoming a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get to the <laughs> quiz, shall we? I don't want all this nonsense. Well, beforehand. no, it's good, it's good to gloat to sort of just make you feel rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. That's quite good, that. Mate, <laughs> I got news for you. I feel rubbish every day. I don't need any help. <laughs> Brilliant. That's my that's my secret. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm stuff. always rubbish. I'm always rubbish. Exactly. Okay, right. You know the rules, and yet I'm going to say some of them anyway. <clears throat> right. uh, you have to guess the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team from a video game of my choosing. You have to say stop. You have to wait for me to say your name. Then you have to say the thing. And then I'll tell you if it's right or wrong, and then you'll win, and then you'll go up the scoreboard, and you'll be ahead, and you can gloat. Uh, clue <sighs> number one. I was created in 1946. It's already stupid. I... <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no. Load of games in uh, World War... Actually, World War Two ended in 1946. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. though. You know, what... What organisation was set up? Oh, yeah. in the wake of the... Well... Exactly, right? Uh, yeah, clue number one. Yeah, yeah. Created in 1946. Still going strong today as well. So that's something mm. to think about. Mm. Uh, clue number two. Um, I have re- been responsible for the rise and fall of a number of dynasties. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the Illuminati from... A video game. <laughs> <laughs> Just from video, various video games. <laughs> yeah. no, they've oh, been okay. around for a lot longer than that, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, I've never done an answer where the acceptable thing is just various video games. Well, it's actually not not something I'm against, to be honest. No, it's quite a good idea. I wouldn't put it past you, to be honest. Yeah, I yeah, well, yeah I would do that. I just sort of vary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, no, no but I, I do. I do have something in mind for this. It's not just various. Um, okay. Clue number three. My first appearance in a video game uh, was in 1983. Oh, blimey! Uh, and my most recent appearance was uh, last year, actually. Oh, bloody hell! Mm. Clue number four. My members have to travel a lot. And they're often in the air. Okay. Um, Stop. Uh, Matt Lorigan. No, sorry, it's not. So don't worry. Ignore me. Keep going. It's <laughs> not that. Stop. So not that. Uh, Rich Walker. Is it NATO from Call of Duty Vanguard? Incorrect. But uh, I, like, I like your style. Yeah, because right. NATO was formed, wasn't it? In that? And, well, they weren't explicitly in Vanguard, but... <laughs> <laughs> they they yeah. could have been. Yeah, they bloody well could have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, clue number five. Uh, I've appeared in uh, multiple 
game franchises, mm. in fact. Uh, and actually, they've been made by different developers as well. <laughs> okay, is, okay. This is so annoying. Oh, this is well annoying. Clue number six. My most successful game franchise, however, or the most successful franchise that I have featured in, mm. uh, began in 1999. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. I think I've got one part of it, maybe. Ooh. But well, spit, spit it out, Rich. You know, well, don't give it to yourself. Well, the problem is I don't know the... Um, What's the what's the uh, the anagram of bo- what's the boss fight thing again? The um, <laughs> business, the organisation, <laughs> the, the yeah, structure, it, business. The business. Or- I don't know the business organisation structure, etc. I got some spice, right? I got some mm. spice for clue number six, just to keep you spiced. Yeah. My most successful game franchise began yeah. in 1999, mm-hmm. despite its title. Oh. Despite its title. Oh wait. I think yeah all right oh god hmm. wait is this is this giving it to you somehow i don't know i think i know the game again but i still don't know the, i still don't know <laughs> that you know the actual crux of the quiz which is the business organization yada yada <laughs> the yada yada 1946 um, what was formed in 1946 <laughs> created what? in 1946 well, i thought um, i still Oh, yeah. Well, it's a real-world organisation, isn't it? It's not fictional, this. It's It's got to be, or it's got to be some sort of, at the very least, like a analogous to a real-world yeah. organisation, right? Like, yeah. I'll put, some, I'll put some spice in for you, right? A little bit of extra spice. Yeah, I know you lot love spice. So. <laughs> uh, clue number one. Oh, wait. Oh, cre- oh. stop. Rich Walker. Is it the SAS from the Battlefield series, from Battlefield 2042? Or Battlefield? Incorrect. Battlefield 2. Ah! (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Clue number one. Oh, uh, Rich Walker. Is it the SAS from Call of Duty Vanguard? Incorrect. Ah, Clue number one. Okay, sorry, go on. I don't know. I I was created in 1946, and I'm still going strong today. And some would consider my golden age... The 90s. Oh, for. F- oh. No, I don't know what this is. I, yeah, this is I'm, well annoying. I feel like I'm miles away. <laughs> I'll run through quick time and then I'll give you. I'll give the answer, but I'll. I will. I'll run through with a bit of extra spice, and then uh, and then I'll unleash. I was created in 1946, and mm. I'm still going strong today. And some say my golden age was in the 90s. I'm responsible for the rise and fall of a number of dynasties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my pe- my first appearance in a video game was in 1983, and my most recent appearance was last year. Right. My members have to travel a lot, and they're often in the air. I have appeared in multiple game franchises by different developers. By far my most successful game franchise, however began in 1999 despite its title oh it began in 1999 despite so it's got, its got a different year in the title so i see i thought that was like battlefield 1943 no yeah you you you've got you've got something there rich you know whatever it was 1942 whatever the first battlefield was yeah um, uh, but i don't know well sas i thought because 
in the air, you know, what's it, secret air yeah. service, or whatever it stands for. Super army soldiers. Super army soldiers. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and Sorry, then, Rich, come on, mate. But then the rise and fall of dynasties, or whatever, the fall of dynasties. Well, that ain't the SAS, then, so what the frig is it? <laughs> I don't know. Do you just do a little giggle, Josh? You're loving uh, this, I may, aren't you? I, I may have. Sometimes <laughs> I get quite heady on my own sense of power. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like it. Um, I, it's is, the fall it, of dynasties that's thrown me now. Yeah. Because I, mm. I sort of forgot about it. You know what, clue. though? Unlike oh. other weeks, I feel like this is going to be one where Rich knows he could have got it. Yeah. There's, there can't be any blame put on Josh here, I reckon. <laughs> I, think it's, I think Battlefield 1942 is the game... If it's the the nineteen ninety nine one you're after, and I did give you some spice with the um, uh, I've been responsible for the rise and fall mm-hmm. of a number of dynasties. Um, I'm still going strong today, but my golden age uh, was in the was in the nineties. See the guy. Um, yeah, that's, that's a really weird that little bit, isn't it? Yeah. What's that mm. about? <clears throat> All right. Well, I just wanted to make sure you know that no one will shout at me, and there'll be no controversy. Uh, but the answer I'm looking for this week, I'm terribly sorry today is the NBA from NBA 2K <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake dynasty oh come uh, on that's fine I'm okay with that I never would have got that I was nowhere so, near but yeah that no. was created in 1946 and I'm still going strong today and my golden age was in the 1990s I've been responsible for the rise and fall of a number of dynasties my first appearance in a video game was in 1983 it was one on one Dr. J versus Larry Bird uh, for the um, what do you call it is that the first ever basketball most- game is it Indeed. Wow. And my most recent appearance was last year. Uh, my members yeah. have to travel a lot, and they're often in the air. But if they travel, they, you get um, a foul called on you. That's true. Mm. That's true. Shouldn't travel a lot. True. Shouldn't travel a lot. Yeah. Uh, appeared in multiple game franchises by different developers, and my most successful game franchise uh, began in 1999, despite its title. 2K NBA 2K Plus 2K I was way off Yeah That was way devious off. Josh That was devious that was in, a, in a In a completely accurate And non Controversial yeah, way But it was devious When I said the, the Call of Duty Vanguard Is the first answer Josh hmm. went Incorrect Like that So I thought Oh I must be sort <laughs> of I? On the right track You said no, I didn't. I, I didn't hear that either I I, I <laughs> Or maybe well, we'll hear it on the tape back, if I did. Yeah. That. If I, I thought you if did. I misled you, then I apologize. I'm not also <laughs> conscious of doing that. <laughs> just, 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 just there winking at you through the microphone, essentially being like, "Oh, oh, you're nearly there, Rich, but not quite." Well, no, I don't know. Oh, I thought I was on the Good right stuff. track. Clearly, stuff. I was not. Um, but yeah, it's a draw. The score remains the same, uh, and we will we will rejoin. <laughs> Next week. Was that some but, self-congratulation uh, at the end there? Good stuff. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm brilliant. <laughs> I think it was. I'm very, yeah, very pleased. I know when I do it... I, if I don't, if right. I don't say so myself. Yeah. That, that's my dream. I said to someone on Twitter the other day, they were like, oh, Josh has gone mad with his own power. It's mm. like, my ideal thing is neither one of them getting it, me doing all the clues with no spice, and then you, proudly proclaiming the answer. Do you want your yeah. own so score tally, it's, it's Josh? Great. If I should start keeping my own... Yeah, yeah, yeah the draws count for Josh, the right? The draws count for it me. Must be, it has to be pointed out, though, that the person who thought Josh had gone mad with his own power was responding about the alien thing and in no way was anyone annoyed by the octopus thing for <laughs> I know, the, pa- the yeah. power thing was the um, the yeah. other one the Beatles one 
The octopus thing was only controversial to Rich and no one else, apparently. Well, it was the way he described Dr. Octopus as a cephalopod, yeah. which he is not. He's oh, named I mean, after one. Is you know what? One? I, I, there must be a Spider-Man comic out there somewhere where he is one, so... Oh, what, on, like, uh, Earth 49 yeah, or something? Yeah, surely. Well, they're, surely. Not, well they're, not, they're not lizards or birds anyway, so you've never really dealt with that. Look, I'm not going into this again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it. Move on. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. All right, good stuff. Uh, yes, it's about that time uh, that we hear from the listeners. So thank you very much, Matt, from upstairs. And we shall see you next week. Bye. Have a, ji- have a jingle. Oh, 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 God. Hot dog. Oh, man. Dog, dee, dog, dog, dog. Questions, theories, comments and queries, you send them in and we will talk about them for a bit if mm. they're good. If they're um, rubbish, then yeah. forget it. Yeah. Try yeah, harder. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Uh, this one from Joseph Murphy. He mm. says, lukewarm take. So he's sort of... Lukewarm's okay. a bit warmer than tepid, isn't it? Is it? I think... Isn't it? I thought they were sort of syn- synonymous. Quite si- I think they're very similar, mm. but either way... Uh, he says, every roguelike I've played, I would have enjoyed more had it not <laughs> been a roguelike. <laughs> I, I'm 100% with you, yeah. He says... Uh, I don't like roguelike mechanics, generally speaking. Mm. He says, recently, Returnal and Hades. Uh, mm. Give me a linear eight-hour experience of that without yep. the repetition uh, yep. and the procedurally generated environments and I would have enjoyed them far more right uh, behind says, you. I love pretty much everything about both games except what made them roguelikes maybe I'm just too impatient uh, starting over again and again holds no appeal for me mm-hmm. the genre just isn't for me and I don't think uh, you know these these were the two that I said it, you, I'd like even if I didn't like roguelikes and I didn't st- although actually you, you sort of quite liked Hades didn't you I did but again I was turned off by the roguelike nature of it because I got really far mm. and I died and was sent back to the beginning I was like oh no I've had enough of this but I right, seem to I, remember I at the it, time but... you were sort mm. of like but I do want to go back in and usually yeah, with roguelikes did, no. I don't want to go back in but with that one no. you sort of did but yeah, uh, no I, I didn't no I, I got really far died and went back to the beginning and I was like oh, I'll come back to it you know at a later date but I never did um, and yeah. I think it's because I am turned off by the idea of going back through the same stuff yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't I have think the patience either. It's totally a patience thing. I would, I would say, um, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think the way to sort of say that is just, I don't like roguelikes. Well, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to go. I'd enjoy that exactly the same if it was like. I don't really like musicals on the whole, but it doesn't mm-hmm. really make sense for me to go. Yeah, that film could be exactly the same, but just they don't burst into song and it's much better. Do you know what I mean? Because like, well, it's not much better. It's no longer a musical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like so the point would still stand. Like if you said, I love West Side Story, but I hate the songs. I sort no, you of see, see, I don't it, think that point mean. would stand though. Because no. then it's just like, well, you don't love West Side Story. I mean, because then you just sort of, <laughs> yeah, you sort of going. Uh, I'd like I'd like to sort of fundamentally change what that thing is and make it into to sort of to something else. Hmm. If, Trying to if, think of an example of like a musical that's also been a not musical. 
Mm. Like, I quite like The Jungle Book, for instance, the original 2D cartoon of The Jungle Book. I quite like that. Um, I'm not a musical fan, but I I do actually admit, that that might be a bad example. I I love the songs in that. I actually Mm, do. But on on the whole, I just think, you know, I don't like it when people sort of burst into song. I'm just weirdly not a musical fan. But I wouldn't, yeah, I sort of... I don't know. I don't know what they'd look like if they weren't that. I guess in games you can sort of go. I I do know roughly what it'd look like. But the only problem is, is that yeah. Then then you sort of you're missing all of the all of the stuff that kind of makes them what they are. Especially, I mean, I haven't mm. played Hades. It's still on my to oh, play wow, list. Okay. I assumed you had. No, no, I never got round to it. It's a, one of those things. Still on my still on my list. But um, you know, people sort of say. Um, you know the, the, the sort of the whole thing with that is 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 the way is the sort of the stuff that carries over between the runs and the sort of nature of that. It's it's all yeah. about being a rogue, like so you sort of can't really don't even know what it'd look like if you got rid of it. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. I, I sort of feel that way about Returnal. Like there's lots and lots of stuff in Returnal where the whole nature of what it's trying to do is about the the loop. So if you got rid of that and made it an eight or nine hour linear game, I think fundamentally the story wouldn't work. So. I think it's just yeah, just roguelike mechanics in general seem yeah like they've been tailored to frustrate and annoy yeah yeah, yeah for sure and I and I think that's mm. just how I'd word that same thing I just go yeah I just don't like roguelikes yeah, yeah I but don't yeah. like roguelikes there you fair go. enough fair <laughs> enough yeah. um and I yeah I, I do yeah I I get it like if you could see what it looked like without I do get the sort of thing of it um this one from uh Northern Monkey uh mm-hmm. a great great name. Great name. Yeah. Uh, why does Jim Ryan hate games, especially old games? <laughs> especially old games and gamers. Um, I think we're slowly learning that Jim Ryan is a little bit of a dev. <laughs> I think he's an idiot. Yeah. I think he's an idiot. And, well, I'll get onto that in a minute. Uh, he said the list of classic ga- this question was sent in a, uh, about a week ago I think so he said the list of classic games on the new PlayStation Plus is pathetic uh, I'm <laughs> sure Sony wanted a Game Pass killer but what mm. but from what, what I've seen isn't even a Game Pass tickler so that's Northern uh, <laughs> Um mm. I agree on the Jim Ryan I mean I think yeah if PlayStation wasn't doing as well as it was. Like if the, if the if the kind of race was really really close. Like if we were in the PS3 times right now, I think that guy'd be out of a job. I think he'd be yeah. out on his ass. Um, it, I think it's only because c- of how good they're doing that he's still. Mm. Every time that guy says stuff, I'm like, you. I don't. I think you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I He's agree. just like slagging off older games and stuff. Just like, who wants to play that? And then it's like, uh, oh, Jim, a lot of people Jim, are actually, the, yeah, the answer is yeah. actually loads and loads and loads of people. And he's yeah. like, y- yeah, no, yeah, that's right. And and so and so that's why. And then he rolls out the new <laughs> the new thing. And yeah. the, the I, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but the internal email he sent about the abortion issue, where he talked about his cats for five paragraphs. And, yeah, I mean, you know, just hell? all these clown manoeuvres where I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, stupid. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, 
I don't think Sony do want a Game Pass killer. I mean, I've said that before. I, I think it's a really different service to Game Pass. Well, but they've already said they won't be putting first-party games on yeah, there, right? E- exactly. And so and so. You know, I don't. I, I understand. Obviously, it, you sort of you, you look at it like it is competing because it can't not be competing to an extent. It's like you know, it's the other big big company, and they're doing a service where you pay money and get some games. So I understand that. I just think it's trying to do something really different. But mm-hmm. yeah, Jim Ryan. Uh, Prize fool, I would say. Um, this one Slammed. from. Uh, oh, actually, no. I tell you what. Well, I'm going to give you the. Um, I'm going to give you the Grinch Quan one because oh, that, on. that one was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This one's from James Power. Mm-hmm. Good surname. I think so. To Josh yeah. and Rich, uh, he uh-huh. says. So last week, my mate's son, who is 13, asked me if I could help him with a drama project. Mm-hmm. He said he had to make a prequel. To a famous animated movie, and my oh. mind went straight to Grinch Kwan. I explained how I heard it on my favourite podcast, and then in brackets, little cheeky compliment, he says. Uh, nice. And I explained what it was all about. And he said, I was mostly joking, but the next thing I know, he got a nine, which is the uh, a grading system at the school, yeah. which is, the, he says in brackets, the equivalent of an A+. Plus, um, which is like top marks, basically. Um, yeah. He says, and he's been entered into a competition... For screenwriting, no for screenwriting at a university. Um, oh my god! Really? So he says, yeah, and he goes. So even if a group of year eights wasn't exactly what Rich first had in mind when he was thinking of actors. <laughs> oh, it was supposed to be like you know, an adult take on the Grinch. Oh well, but yeah, now uh, I'm loving I, it. I for one, uh, yeah. When I read this email, I thought, well, the problem we've got here is that I worry that this project doesn't have the requisite darkness and grittiness yeah, of Grinch. Yeah. But but I might be wrong. Yeah, could be wrong. He says Grinch Kwan is now on the homepage of a drama university website and newsletter. No. He doesn't say which one it is. Oh, um, you've got to give me that link. I know, yeah. He says, I'll ask him to dedicate his first blockbuster to Richmond Walker. Uh, and then he says, this has been a bit of a ramble, so I'll wrap it up quickly. Keep up the amazing work, James Power. So there you oh, go. Mate. It's wow. this out there. Um, uh, my mind is blown. Up uh, Right. That's incredible. I mean, obviously, you're livid, and you'll take them to court, and you'll clean no, them out, because yeah, yeah. you oh, want yeah, money. Obviously, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but for now... I will litigate, but I'm <laughs> amazed. Will. Things <laughs> will get nasty. And I know you're thinking, oh, I'll tell them a charming story about these year eights, yeah, which will take you to the, compliments to, the, and stuff. to the cleaners. Yeah, See yeah, you yeah. in court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, he's done himself in, because he's admitted fault. Yeah. We've got that I've in got writing. His name. Got his so, name. Yeah, we got his name. We've got it in writing. He's admitting to doing it. So your case is shut and dry. You're going to shut him down. But brilliant. I love it. Fair enough to him. He got an A plus for that. Amazing. And it's, well, that's and mine. It's... I'll claim that in court as well. That grade yeah. will be turned over to me. <laughs> yeah, you'll sue the school. You'll sue the university. You'll sue James Power. And actually, you want the A pluses, but you want the nine as well. Yeah. I want yeah. that off, off the kid. Yeah, that's Fair mine. Enough. That's mm. mine. Give me that grey. You yank it off him. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. But yeah. So there you go. Grinch Quan. It's being uh, being Amazing. enacted somewhere. I wish we had that link. I'd like to look at that. Oh. Um, 
Imagine the artwork yeah. for it. We'll get we'll get one of our listeners, that amazing listener who was coming up mm. with those those incredible film posters. Yeah, God, yeah. we could put those in, put those sensational. Two yeah, <clears throat> unbelievable. Mm. Um, this one from uh, Rob Covell. Greetings, video gamers. Thank you for the discussion on flattened tea cakes, uh, and even more, thanks for Twitter showing the reality of them. Um, mm. He says, "I'm responding to the recent lack of dual shock busters." Oh yeah, R- recent lack. I've been we reading them out every week. week. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> well, it's well, right. Either way, there you go. Right. Um, he said, I'm therefore introducing you to Chockbusters. Uh, same thing, but now it's chocolate. Um, he says, only two easy ones for now, as I'm writing this whilst walking home with your good selves in my ears. Um, mm. So it's the same premise, except the answers are all choco-based. You ready? Okay, I think I'll be good at this. Go on. Right. Uh well, I can't give you the initials for this because it's mental. Right. Because they're just chocolate bars. <laughs> well, we'll see how you go. And if you're stuck, I'll give you the thing. Will the man be brave enough to pull the udder? Um, hmm. I don't know. Milky bar? Oh. Brave well, enough to pull the udder? Will he be brave enough to pull the udder? Mm, give us initials because I'm not sure about this. But I'll give you one of them. Begins with D. dairy milk. Dare he milk? Yes, yeah, yes. It. And you kind yeah. of got that before I gave you the thing. Yeah. You sort of said it as I yeah 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 uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the lot and the, the other one. He's only done two. So the next one is uh, final one. Uh, Colleen Rooney sits down and revolves. Wagon wheel. Wag on wheel. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've got it. <laughs> Yeah, very good. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, fair enough to uh, to Rob Covell, um, and that's Chockbusters. I don't know if that'll catch on. We'll see. I mean, we're sort of diverging from our remit with that because this isn't a chocolate podcast. Oh, that's true. Although, that- although sometimes it could be mistaken for one. We do. Yes, we there is there's big time chocky chat. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, we do engage with the chocky chat. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will do one more. Um, this one from uh, Tom Picard. Uh, he says, <gasps> "Hello." Any relation? Um, uh, well, it, I th- I think it's spelt differently because he's put a K in there. Oh, so Jean Luc's like no, grandson. No, I thought or that's immediately what I thought. Yeah, mm. Jean Luc Picard Productions. He says, oh. "Hello, I'm a long time listener, first time emailer. Uh, started listening back when the pod was in single digits uh, with Matt Lee, Simon Miller, Dave Scammell, and Bratters." Um, Mm. he says I specifically remember listening to their review of Cod Ghosts while I was hiking in Wales so there you go Uh, (laughs) he says not much of a gamer anymore but I still listen to the podcast first thing every Friday morning whilst I'm driving my lorry to Exmouth for my wow. first delivery. <laughs> cool. Yeah, all right. I love uh, that. And he says, purely for the patter between the two of you. Um, he mm. says, have, have you two considered branching out your podcraft skills into different terrain? Uh, mm. I could honestly listen to you two talk about anything. I especially love all the Pilkey references and <laughs> dual shockbusters. So, nice. You know. And he says... Apologies for uh, no dual shockbusters this week, it seems. I guess we yeah. need more. Well, we've had a dual chockbusters. We've had a dual chockbuster. Well, just chockbuster. There's no mm. dual to oh, it. Yeah, he didn't actually say dual, although there were mm. two of them. There were two of there them. There were two, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also says, 
In regards to the Beatles being an answer to boss fight, I'm in agreement with Rich. Absolute bollocks. Doesn't count. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> says, I'm emailing you now for the first time in response to your call from a message for a message from anyone mm-hmm. who receives all their gaming news from your pod. He says, I pride myself on being relatively shut off from the world. He says, I don't watch the news, read the newspapers, or use social media. And he says, I don't even have a smartphone. <laughs> he says, I like that. He's truly off grid. I says, really like that. If there's something I want to know about the world, I'll research it myself. Um, I consider all other information superfluous. If there's anything I need to know about world events, then someone will tell me, be that in a conversation or on a podcast. Um, Yeah, he says, I've been shutting the world out ever since I left... (coughs) Pardon me. Ever since I left the army in 2015, and I've been so much happier for it. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Um, Although... There's a balance yeah, there. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of 50-50 <laughs> on that. Part of me is like, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And then the other half is like, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's things I do want to know, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he says, I do have a question. This is in conclusion. Uh, Matt from Upstairs is a fine addition to your team. Why isn't he featured on the entirety of your podcast? All the best for the future. And then at the end, by the way, he sa- in brackets, he says, capped, and then says, Tom... And then in brackets, Luke, and then Picard. So Cap, Tom, Luke, Picard. Uh, so nice. he's done the pun. I appreciate that he's done the pun. Because we yeah. didn't even see that when we started doing the pun. No, it's good. He arrived it's at it stuff. independently. And fair enough. He must him. get it a lot. He must get that a lot. He must be yeah, sick that, of it, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I like the idea that we're sort of, you know, we're, 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 in the, we're being heard in the cab of, of, of a truck yeah. driving to Exmouth. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you never, you never know what's going on. Who's, as much as I listening? love that, I want to sort of hear like I don't know, maybe an ice trucker in Canada or something in the Canada Ooh, wilderness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Canadian who wilderness. Lives, lives amazing. In a, in a, you know, in a, in a cabin, a cabin or on in like a, a fishing boat in yeah. the middle of the Atlantic. An oil rig. <laughs> yeah, sort of the more far flung, the better. Maybe oh, that's man. the cor- like call we should have correspondence from like oil as far rigs. flung places. Oil as rigs. You, yeah. I only yeah, want to hear if it's burger. on a... Yeah, a exactly. crusty burger and an oil rig. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, 400 crusty burgers. 700 crusty burgers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much to uh, Cap, Tom, Luke, Picard. Bloody mm, good stuff. Yeah, um, um, Matt can't be on here, by the way, because he's covering the news. Yeah. yeah Someone has it's to be um, purely yeah, time. doing that. Purely yeah. time, I'm afraid. But it's nice to have him on when he is on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll just about do us. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter at RichieW82, at JoshyWise, at VideoGamer.com with your questions, theories, comments, and your queries. Email uh, <coughs> podcast at VideoGamer.com uh, with your rambles and your, you know, yeah. letting us know if you're driving Apologies your for the sneeze in the middle of that. Ugh. No worries. They love it. It's texture. Bloody hay fever, mate. Yeah. It's, it's a killer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, thanks to uh, Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Mahern for the for the musical stings, uh, mm-hmm. for the memories, for the memories. Yep. Yeah. And uh, head on over to videogamer.com for your gaming needs. But it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, mm. and it's goodbye from Rich Walker. Good bye.